Due to time constraints, we now move the action forward in our broadcast. Huh? Is Dad whispering about the Would You Rather? Yeah. We all know what's going to happen. (laughs) Welcome to Sorry in Advance, the podcast where my dad feels the need to whisper about the homework he didn't do for the Would You Rather we're going to give you in about 20 minutes. I am Mike Golick Jr., joined by my father. You hear us every Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on Golick and Wingo. I'm joined by my mom, Chris Golick, my brother Jake and his wife, Jenny, and my sister, Sydney, from Parts Unknown. Why do you keep saying that? Everyone knows I'm in Arizona. We just want to give the allure, you know, kind of the mystery thing. But screw you if you don't want to play along. Fine. It sounds cooler. Whatever. Sorry. I just... Forget it now. She's in Arizona. Yeah, I was going to say, all right, Wasn't wow. Wasn't that Anthony Bourdain's thing? Parts Unknown. Parts Unknown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was Anthony yeah, Bourdain. Yeah, that was his catch Damn. line was, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. We miss him. Yeah. Well, you know what else we miss is doing normal shit because quarantine's been going on. So uh, we've obviously, we took a little bit of a hiatus last week, obviously, everything going on in the country after the death of George Floyd and the ensuing protests and everything that the general unrest in the world didn't feel like the right time to be inserting our level of dumbassery into the conversation. We've <laughs> but been, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we are back. And a lot of those good conversations are still going on. Right. And certainly that's something that as a family and in the way we've lived life has always been pretty important. You know, the, the, the black and brown people in our lives and the people that we love so dearly. So that is all certainly going to continue to be a part of the world, but so is our dumbassery and the dumbass problems that tend to plague our lives. One of which I was not ready for. Mom, in quarantine, would you say that the hair front for you and Sydney has maybe been the most difficult challenge? Yes, I mean, for sure. Um, when your hair turns gray, it becomes an issue. <laughs> So, unfortunately, when I was quarantined with Jake and Jenny for a while, Jenny did my hair. So, she did a great job. Okay, now, wait a minute. Because one time, I did your hair. That was that was not during quarantine, though. No, 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 I that understand that. But one time, I did your hair yeah. when we were in a vine. And right. then another time, Jenny did your hair. So... Jenny did it way better. Come on! She was not afraid to slap that color on there. You were a little apprehensive, so... Slap that color. <laughs> I am like for some reason, uh, Jenny. I, I, I'm going to say no offense, but I absolutely mean offense. I felt like Jenny would be terrible at that. No, she did a great job. <laughs> she missed one little spot. She did great. One spot. Yep. So it was it was a great success. Whatever. It bought me some time. So. Well, I only say that to illustrate is like most people only would think of, and I've heard it from a lot of like my women friends that have brought that up and all that. But Dad suffered a loss. Really, Dad and Jake Dad suffered and Jake. a loss. Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, so this hurts. Finally, this hurts real bad. Finally, in, in Connecticut, uh, our barber shop opened back up. Jake would actually drive from Boston two hours to come here to get his hair cut when he needed once a month. And we go to this place, the best barber shop, and we've been going there for years. And a guy, former, uh, you know, military guy uh, named John, would cut our hair, and just the nicest guy in the world. Some people actually. Made the comparison, Jake. I don't know if I told you to. Like Forrest Gump, very quiet, very nice, very cool dude. That was, but that, that's, that's what somebody said. I don't know if that's like the somebody called him Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a good dude, but I mean, he, he he cut hair great, and he was just a nice conversation for twenty minutes. So. The, the the movie Forrest Gump wouldn't fly in twenty twenty, would it? Yeah, I was no, going to say that true. carries some connotations that's that like true. maybe John wouldn't. 
Yeah, yeah, really like, you know. John's a really good man. So he was really good man, and he's fine. Don't get me wrong. This isn't going down a bad road here, but we went back, or I went back when the barbershop opened up, and all of a sudden, waiting. waiting to go back and waiting to see John. And I saw a sign that said "Under New Management." I went, "Oh no!" And I walked in there to get my number because just to get a number, and you had to go back outside. And it was two different guys. It was a guy who owned the shop and his son. So immediately my my eyes watered up tearfully and I said, Where's John? And he said basically John is not gonna be back anymore, was a little nervous with the COVID and basically is just moving on. And I was just dumbfounded, dumbfounded, because I had called Jake when the barbershop opened back up and Jake was getting ready to make a trip down. And then I had to call Jake again. And let me tell you, that was that was a tough phone call for someone who isn't really part of our family for you to hear wasn't going to be cutting your hair anymore. And that's why I've decided not to cut my hair for the remainder of the summer. <laughs> wow. Are you, you're going on a hair? Yeah. Now, the guy that cut my hair cut it very well. I mean, he actually trimmed the beard up and everything. He did a really nice job, but so Is it John? I, I, I Is it John who cut your hair? No, it wasn't John. Then, okay. Then no, I won't be getting my hair cut there anymore. So, Dad, it's nice to see what that relationship meant to you. You were immediately able to move on. Well, I need that. I need to get my hair cut. Because you imagine if I died? Yeah. Oh, I miss you so much. Oh, I miss yeah. you so much. Here's oh, my new girlfriend. <laughs> Listen, you guys all know my hair, how thick it gets. I mean, it was a mop on my head. I needed to get it cut. Thanks I for rubbing it in, Dad. Yeah, that's a big humble brag there, isn't it? I feel that, Dad. I feel that. Uh, yeah, there you go, Sid. I couldn't go, like, ask for John's address and knock on his door. Sure you could. You could. All right, Ollie, kiss my bootay. So, Jake, you're not getting your hair cut the rest of the summer? No, I'm actually kind of liking it long, too. Oh, wow. Jenny, how you like it long or no? Yeah, I actually do a lot. Brings us back to the, the early days, 2011. Poor- Jake used to have his hair long in college. Well, both of them did because they went to a Catholic high school where they had to keep their hair shorter. Both of them went through the long hair, you know, style before Mike lost all his hair. I just don't know if anyone's ever looked better with, like, really long hair than they do with, it, like, some version of high and tight. I know. I always think short hair looks better. I always say, for people that have seen Mike now on, on TV every morning, on Golick and Wingo, just Google Mike Golick arrest. When he got arrested his freshman year for underage drinking at Notre Dame, and look at his mugshot. He looks like a curly-haired axe murderer. It's phenomenal. I wonder if Mike would have never cut his hair if it wouldn't have fallen out. <laughs> In a sick, bizarro world, yeah. just, like overweight Fabio now, <laughs> Fatbio. Like, would you would you kept it long if you knew you like if you cut it, it was going to be gone forever? That's like some twisted Samson shit. <laughs> Would you rather? Yeah, would, would you, you rather, rather have flowing, long, out of control hair or no hair? So we everybody deal with the hair, really, except for Mike. Uh, Sydney, we know you're dealing with blowouts. Everything good in your world? Did the blowout places open up again? They're open. I've actually, I've only gone twice since it's been open. It's been open for about a month. Um, I am scheduled for an eight fifteen on Friday morning. <laughs> uh, but I will say during the quarantine, like you guys know, I have like dad's hair. It's super thick and curly. Like Ben loves it. He's like, I don't want you to get your hair blown out anymore. Like I like the way that it looks natural, but I'm like, you don't understand how hard it is we to deal with. To like, that. yeah, I don't want you to get it blown out either because it shows up on my credit card. So I'd like you to stop that. It's not going to stop. But, um, another thing with the hair over here is Ben looks like a pirate now. And so that's just the thing. Why? 
Because he has like he's he has like a mustache and like uh he has like a goatee right now. Is that how his facial hair naturally grows, or is he trimming it as such? Um, so on the sides, he doesn't get it like consistently or that much. So he's like, little, I'm gonna little boy. The sides, <laughs> and so he just keeps the the goatee part, and it equals pirate now. His, is he I, planning on keeping it? You know what? We actually both like it a lot, so I think he's gonna keep it, and he thinks he looks older with it. So like I think we're gonna ride it pirate, out. Huh? Yeah, I guess so. His his so. facial hair naturally grows in like the Tampa Bay Buccaneer. <laughs> he looks like a crew member on a yacht. <laughs> it kind of fits his role as a doctor, though. Well, like Ben's like also adopted some pretty interesting quarantine habits. So, Sydney, tell me about these party platters I keep seeing. So Ben texted me. I was coaching at Orange Theory one day, and he texted me, and he was like, "Hey, I found this really good Mexican spot on Grubhub. Like, I'm gonna order from there. Do you want something?" I was like, "Yeah, get me whatever." And I come home, and we get a knock on the door from the person like 20 minutes later, and he's like, "I ordered a." party size taco platter for myself and I got you salad and I'm like okay <laughs> and so they deliver it because it's party size there's 12 tacos in there they deliver in a catering bag they give us plates and they give us like forks and knives and he just peels the lid off this bitch and lays it on the kitchen counter and just eats it like it's just a big plate like just all at once just a big plate I'm and so we do that, and then a week later, he wants to order from there again. He wakes up yesterday morning. He's like, hey, babe, we haven't had a cheat day in a while. I'm like, do he's like, do you want to get in and out? I'm like, didn't we just order a party platter of enchiladas this week? Like, you just did the same exact shit with enchiladas. So they now we have, like, two catering bags and, like, 400 forks here because he keeps ordering party platters. Honestly, that's a huge dub. Jake and I used to steal forks from the Chipotle below our apartment in Chicago all the time so we wouldn't have to do dishes. That was your silverware? Yeah. It was a savvy move back in the day. <laughs> While Mike was sleeping on a couch. You used to have to run interference on the people working the counter so no one would see, and then you would just take all of the forks. Wait, you took them all? We took a lot. And the Tabasco, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Tabasco was a real, that was the real bold move. <laughs> yeah. You mean the bottles? Yeah. The, the bottles, yep. Oh, God. Now, granted, they had more of those, but it felt weighty because it was made glass. Yeah, yeah. Those, those were the good old days. Now you get packets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Times they are. These uncertain times. Yes. Speaking of something even more uncertain than packets, Jake and Jenny are homeless now. Wow. wow. Right. Love that. Wow. <laughs> So we, we, uh, we sold our house that we live in, um, here in the South Shore of Massachusetts, um, simply because the place we're trying to move in the North Shore is a quote, hyper competitive market. So we needed to offload our current house and figure it out. So we're moving in with (laughs) Jenny's parents. Sworn enemy of the podcast, Tony Fisola. Yeah, that's true. Un- un- unfamiliar. We're, we're going to get to him. So let me get this straight. You guys are what, 29, 28 years old. You're run two businesses, which because of COVID are still closed. So you're not bringing any money. You sold your house and you're going to go live with Jenny's parents. So I have that about right. Yep. How's that going to work? 2020. How's that going to work living at home, Jenny? Um, we've been slowly getting rules so far about the dog peeing on the grass, the dog not touching the fairy garden. So we'll, um, 
Oh, and we can't enforce our diet on anyone else in the house. That was another rule too. <laughs> so I tried to cut out. He's not having that. Yeah, shit. no, my dad doesn't eat all day, and like his last, he just literally only eats dinner. Right. And I was like, we're gonna all eat healthy. Like, no more Italian food. My dad's face was like, what the. F- <laughs> <laughs> You, why are you living with us? It's going to be marijuana and whatever came with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's our God-given right here, all right? It's been, it's been a tough 90 days. Yeah. Wait, does Chip go for sticks in your mom's fairy garden? Oh, yeah. Like, he's the best part was she's like, you know, the, the garden's, like, so nice in the front. Can you just make him go in, in the back? We're like, yeah, sure. Like, okay, like we let it slip the other day. And then I just get this call and then a text because I didn't answer because I knew it happened. There's a huge shit in the yard, and I know it's not Wesley. Chip just likes the fairy garden. So for anyone that forgets or may not have been around this before, during quarantine, Jenny's mom, Carolyn, decided that she was going to recreate a magical fairy garden inside their actual front yard garden area. And it has now become so renowned, Jenny, that neighborhood children are traveling from far and wide to see it. Yes, it was one family that started it, and then as of last week, I think there's three now that come on a regular basis to see what my mom's added and, like, check on the fairies. So now my mom feels obligated to, like, move the fairies around and make sure it's, like, always has a light on it at night, so. She needs Wait. to start charging admission. She really does. We, we can do I it. I will say Have the attention to detail is amazing. That's going to be our job. Jake and I are just going to set up shop, like, a little chair at you night. You guys can collect the, the, yeah. the fee. Five dollars. <laughs> you have to talk like an old timey prospect. Five dollars. Five dollars. Five dollars. Look, but don't touch now. <laughs> I have to change the subject, but I, with you guys moving, have you picked up the Africa stick from your front yard? No, Chip. Chip still plays it all the time outside, so yeah. it's going to be the one of the last things we move. Oh, every morning, every morning, it's his affirmation stick. Like, oh my god. My parents woke up again. He thinks we die in our sleep, and he just runs outside, grabs the stick, and full circles. So <laughs> it's coming with us. It's got magical powers. It does. Chip's, a- Chip's affirmations. Again, stick. Mike brought that when he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Actually brought the stick all the way back from Kilimanjaro for the dog. It was a very nice movie. Chip loves sticks. Yeah. Chip loves Uncle Mike, man. Yeah, oh, he does. Should we say it? Hey, Chip. Chip. Uncle Mike? Do you want to see Uncle Mike? Do you want to see Uncle Mike? Now you have the pugs barking, oh, too. They oh, Uncle shit. Mike. This, is, hear this is all Jenny's fault. <laughs> Anything to add, Chip? So, okay. So on, so on one end, we've got Jenny inciting Chip to, like, all you need to do is say Uncle Mike, and Chip will start freaking out and barking. The barks from Chip are so loud that now Harry, our pug, is growling and barking at everything outside because he, he thinks Chip. that Chip might be coming. Yeah. Friday. Friday, yes. It's all it's all gone so far to hell. So how long do you think you're gonna last in living with your parents before it becomes uncomfortable? I go to I go to bed every night and I, I, I say to myself, the perfect house is coming on tomorrow. Everything's gonna be great about it. And I know it's gonna be a year from now that the house is finally gonna come on. <laughs> It'll be halfway through 2021 and we'll finally be moving out so i i'm not gonna last very long but i'm not gonna have a choice either jake and i have very similar tastes the issue is that like i want to throw on overalls and i suddenly start knocking on walls and think i'm in construction like 
when anytime we view a house, I'm like, oh, is there plumbing in this mall? And Jake's like looking at me like, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> She's watched too many shows. Which is a, interesting. A, a field that Jenny has zero experience zero, in. Well, zero. <laughs> well, why that's interesting is because out of everybody, Jake, you're the, the best guy with the hand. You're, you're the handiest guy. Yeah. The best with my hand. With the, hand. Yeah. <laughs> the, the guy is, the hand. he is good with the hand. Yeah. Or, uh, or handiest guy, and listen, I, I would have thought you would have liked a few projects with the house. I'm handy, but a project here and there is fine, but blowing out walls, and I, I want it to be ready to go, just move in and be done with it. I literally yeah. looked at a house yesterday. It was 800 square feet. I was like, we can add. He's really against that. Jenny, going on that, I heard that your realtor had um, a house in Swampscott that she wanted you to look at. What were your reasons for being unwilling to look at a house in Swampscott? It's against my Viking blood. I can't. Oh, Jesus my... Please explain. You have to be f***ing impossible okay. to buy a house okay. with. Impossible. Jesus. No, we do, we've agreed. We've we've agreed. Impossible. Home, but um, Swampscott. You've, you've agreed you both want a house. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's literally it. It's got to have doors. No, I've actually enjoyed not owning a business in the same town we live in. I've learned that from this one. So that was my first reason. And my second reason was that all my biggest rivals growing up in sports lived in Swampscott, and I don't want to live there. Wow. Wow. How old are you? Like, I saw one. I saw we, – we sponsored a 5K there, and this bitch came through the finish line, and she saw me, and I saw her, and there was still hatred. Oh, my God. Like, it was amazing. She never beat me though. So. Good to know you don't hold grudges that long. She Jesus never, did Christ. you say she never beat me? She never beat me. Oh my god! Oh my god, were you guys both going after the same like her boy? Her boyfriend held my place? her boyfriend held my blocks one time and made a comment about the size of my calves, and that's still the fastest I've ever ran in my life. Wow, <laughs> God, you're so weird. Wow, <laughs> motivation comes in different Good. ways, huh? <laughs> Good to know high school sports got you this. I'm gonna be super. I'm gonna be super dialed in with my second wife. I promise. <laughs> Can I speak on the podcast if we get divorced. Say, Jake, you can come home anytime, man. Thank I you. I need to need to get out of here. Mike knows what it's like to live back in the house, being in our basement all the time. So yeah, no, it's been it's been it's been really it's been really great for all of us. You've liked it, right? Yeah, no, it's been awesome. Yeah. You, you want to spend more time here? Whatever. It's been great. Everyone's having a good, good time. time. Jenny, by the way, do you want to plug, uh, I know your dad's trying to get some field house named after him. Oh, yes. Um, that's very nice. Is this like a serious or are you just going to like no, shit on him? No. He, he means talk about it quickly. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. My, I'm um, trying to get a field house. Um, in the town of Winthrop, named after my dad. I know Mrs. Golick tweeted it. I tweeted it. And uh, Mr. Golick retweeted it. So check out Twitter. Sign it. It's no money. Just trying to get it through to the school committee to get it named after him. And so it's my, in your ta- hometown, right? In my hometown where Jake and I will be living for some time. Oh, so, God. And just uh, the, the, yeah. the Mike kind of said Tony was looking to get it named after. Tony has nothing to do with no, it. No, he has no clue. Yeah, he has no, no idea clue. this is going on. And he right. won't because he doesn't listen to our podcast. So I have no yeah. idea this is happening. No, nor does he have social media. So that's it. 
So we will I, we'll, we'll post that uh, petition okay. when we post the podcast. And if you like this podcast and have ever downloaded, rated, subscribed it, or left us a review, sign that thing for Tony and see if you can make this old man cry. He's so, so old, and this will make him cry so, so hard. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. We want this for Tony. Yeah, we do. We'll get it. Everyone wants this for Tony. All right, Dad, um, at the beginning of this podcast, you were fumbling around in the dark, trying your best to find a would-you-rather. Were you able to accomplish I have two. One is kind of a serious thought-provoking <laughs> one. The other one is kind of eating something gross. Okay. All right, I'll do the gross one first. Would you rather eat a dead spider and a good-sized dead spider or a live worm? Oh, live worm. Worm. Give me the worm. All worm. Dead spider. Dead spider. Dead spider. What? Yeah. You just you munch on that worm and you kill it in your mouth. I feel like I, I may have like already eaten a live worm, worm in my life. Yeah. Like you wouldn't even have to chew but it. But how quick is the worm gonna die? Like I don't wanna feel it in my stomach. Yeah, you just swallow it. It's squirming around in your stomach. You're not gonna feel it in your stomach. Yeah, dude, you, you know, know that? Like that acid hits in the stomach, kill shots, bro. You, so you know that for sure? Swallowing the wormhole. Sid? I'm gonna bite the worm I'm gonna bite the worm's head off in my mouth. How do you know which side is the head? They don't they don't I'm have a head. I'm gonna I'm going to cut it in half so it stops moving, and then I'm going to swallow that bitch and call it a day. Uh, oh, I should have expected that out of Sid. Yeah, sort of a yeah, spider? Yeah. Jenny, you yeah. want a spider? Yeah, yeah that's I don't weird. want I just thought of, like, something, like, swarming in my stomach is freaking me out, so I'm going dead What about spider. The, the eight spider legs getting stuck in your yeah, teeth? Yeah, big furry spider. Yeah, like a tarantula. Well, you never said the size. How big's the worm? Like, I mean... Just solid, solid girth on the yeah. worm. Yeah. Yeah, like if you bite it, like its guts will shoot out in your mouth, you know. Like the really juicy ones you see right there after you go. the yeah. Oh. Only, I guess I guess I'm gonna go worm because I can swallow it in one yeah. Yeah. one swallow. That's literally what we've been trying <laughs> yeah, to that's say. That's been it for, yeah. for another two months. <laughs> no, you never said tarantula. I didn't. You're right, I added. All right, let me let me throw this one at you. Here's a thought provoking one. Would you rather die saving 10,000 strangers from death, knowing no one would ever know it was you who did it, or live knowing everyone would know you decided not to save 10,000 people? Oh, I would save the 10,000 people. And die. Yeah. Do I know them? <laughs> strangers, says, man. No. Strangers. 10,000 strangers. So no. <laughs> so, so no. Where do they fall on like the moral spectrum? Like it could be ten thousand Nazis, ten thousand nice strangers. Nice. They're all nice. They don't have no, no criminal record. record nothing. No rap. My God. I'm not going to find out they tweeted something racist in no. 2012. Ten. Ten thousand uh, nice. Would you rather die saving ten thousand really nice people from death, knowing no one would ever know? Or live knowing everyone would know you decided not to save 10,000 really nice people. Oh, I, everyone, everyone has the same answer. They just don't oh, want no, to be I would, to I would die it. saving the 10,000 people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're so brave. I do. Yeah, I mean, no. I figure Sydney would say, I know Dad would do that because then I'd get the money. <laughs> like, yeah, all right, you know what? Wow. I know no one's going to know about it, but can the way I save them be really cool? 
Like, can I save them? Like, remember, like, in, like, Spider-Man when Peter Parker, like, holds back that train? No one's going to know. No, I know no one's going to know, but those people are going to see. I just want them to see me, like, holding back that train with all my might, and then my body just then, ripping in half but and then spraying they would blood. Know. But then they would know. No, they get, like, X-Men style so no, brainwashed. They now. don't know. But, like, I want to do it some way cool. So. I don't... Oh, my God. All right. I would... I would... I would... Save, save the people. Chris? Save the people. Jake? Save the people. <laughs> save the people. Save the people. Sydney? I'm not going to be the odd one uh, out. Save what, the people. I want to live, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Found out everybody's morals there. Yeah. Oh. I'm not finding myself. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling Sydney's still like along your lines. Uh, Listen, everyone's thinking it, all right? Oh my god! Saying what everyone's thinking, you guys can all get up. Right, that's what I'm saying. About saving these fictional people, <laughs> I'm gonna be over here living real life. <laughs> my God, <laughs> judge me. Subscribe, rate, review, download, leave a review in there with five stars, and we'll read it on Please. there. Even though we didn't, I mean, I guess, Mom, do you have one? I have one. All right, you. You can read it. Okay, you're going. Yeah. Read it. Don't fuck it up, though. So. Um, This one's called A Reprieve from Reality, and it's from, get ready, write it down, Carol Baskin. Oh! (laughs) Oh! They can't believe that. That's just a name. Yeah. Well, it says. Carol Baskin's is a bitch, though. That's confirmed. Oh, so you filled in the dots. Well, I knew what they wanted to say. Could have been frick. Could have been. No, there's only three dots. Oh, okay. So, could have been fact. It could have. Okay. Thank you, Golic family, for inviting us into your family for a little bit every week. I haven't missed an episode, and I look forward to the new one. Uh, each each new one you guys post. P.S. Tell Senior, I met okay. John Madden one time and gave him so much crap for hating on me. Oh, nice! I love that. Uh-huh. Well done, the John Madden. Army. All right. All right, Mike, go ahead and end it. Redemption. Thy name is Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review, and we'll read them on the podcast. Just make sure it's five stars. Every little bit helps right now. Brick by brick. As always, sorry in advance. I'm not. Chip, where's Uncle Mike? Where's Uncle Mike? <laughs> that was good. There you go.